Welcome to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. These shows are unedited, uncensored, and unbelievably good. I would love it if you joined us on Instagram when we go live with awesome guests and great topics. Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on the live shows tab on my profile. I hope to see you there. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. Wendy Valentine here. I am so excited about today's show. I say that every time. I know I do, but I'm really excited about today's show. Do you know why? Because I don't know if you saw the title. It's called Delicious Relationships. Oh, yeah. Like delicious life as you should make it, right? Make a delicious life, have delicious relationships. I love it, I love it, I love it. So today we are going to be talking about intimacy. We're going to talk about sex, that three-letter word that some of us like never talk about, but we should always be talking about it because it's awesome. (laughs) Okay, wait, I'm just getting a little hot and bothered over here. All right, I'm going to read our bio for our guest today. She is known as the intimacy doctor. Dr. Alexandra Stockwell is a relationship and intimacy coach and an intimate marriage expert who specializes in coaching ambitious, successful couples to build beautiful, long-lasting, passionate relationships. Oh, yeah. She is the best-selling author of Uncompromising Intimacy, host of the Intimate Marriage Podcast, and creator of the Aligned and Hot Marriage Program. Yes. For over 20 years, she has shown men and women how to bring pleasure and purpose into all aspects of life, which is so important, from the daily grind of running a household, wah, 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 to intimate communication and ecstatic experiences in the bedroom, all while maintaining professional success. A wife of 26 years and a mother of four, Dr. Alexandra believes the key to passion, fulfillment, intimacy, and success isn't compromise. I agree. It's being unwilling to compromise because when both people feel free to be themselves, the relationship becomes juicy nourishing, and deeply satisfying. Everyone, welcome Dr. Alexandra Stockwell. I was telling you before we went live that um, I believe, or this is my wish, that if we can come back in the next lifetime, that I'm going to come back as a sex expert. And I just love that so much. In fact, this reminds me, you know all those memes where there's like, what my mother thinks it means to be a sexpert, what my friends think it means, what my clients think, what it really means. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. right. So I know anyway, you're like, I just think this. it's one of those things where it's like, except that I was talking, you know, about the meme where, you know, what it really is. And it's not because what it really is, is this mm. like, usually those memes show like what it really is, is kind of drudgery and problematic that is definitely not what it is but it's not like yeah it's it's not like having sex let me just say that it is yes exactly which 
just to the point. But <laughs> well, nothing um, is, why right? it deserves our attention. But I actually think of yeah. <laughs> being a sexpert, if you will, as a very tender contribution because I think it's one thing, you know, if yeah. you're working with with loud and proud singles, then you know that that's a different situation. But where I'm working right. mostly with couples who've been together a long time and in the realm of sex, five years can definitely feel like a long time, but sometimes it's 40 years and at 25 years. And for that, yeah. it, it doesn't have that energy to set the container and start the conversation. Even yeah. As a result yeah. of creating the safety and the vulnerability and the transparency and the relationship with one's own desires that we can get to that vibe but that is definitely not where it starts the the energy that you yeah. are radiating is not where somebody starts when they want some guidance in this yeah. department yeah it's been like the the spark is like this like yes yes that's what they're wanting but that's that's the arc of the transformation because the reality is that many more couples are far far more comfortable having sex than talking about it and with me we're talking about it Mm -hmm. interesting yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that interesting? No, I, Why is a that? Great question. Because I there's a lot of context for saying that, but no one asked it. I, I'm yeah. going to answer, uh, but I'd love to know what you think, and then I'll give you my answer too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Why do you think that is? Well, oh, you want you want me to answer first? I I think okay. So here here's what I think. It's the perspective of sex intimacy and that it's sometimes it's easier for them because they're looking at it as just a physical a physical act whereas it's actually so much deeper than that it's that spiritual aspect it's an emotional aspect there's so much wrapped into that it's 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 energy and for some people to be able to express themselves verbally and to be able to actually well, it's kept a little bit of everything that's just popped in my mind too. It's stating what your needs are. And for women especially, that can be really difficult just overall in, in life, right? To actually state, these are my values, these are my needs, these are my wants. That is so challenging for a lot of people to do. So I can see how doing the act is so much easier than going, hey, um, actually, I like this, and I want this. And I find that when you, and we talked a little bit about this before we went live, when you get it, when you finally, when you really, when it really clicks of who you are, and you embrace your, your sexuality, your sensuality, you like embody that, it changes your whole life not just in the bedroom but outside the bedroom in your career in your finances everything it just it's a beautiful butterfly and i love and affirm every single thing you said and you covered a lot of ground and i'm going (laughs) to expand from there so 
in addition to everything that you've just said, yeah. first of, okay. of all, we are mammals and mammals learn through imitation. And we do not have role modeling of, I mean, we ha- you can mm. find plenty of sex talk, sexy talk in porn, but not like deep, honest conversations. Like I don't, uh, I mean, I'm not really a movie or TV aficionado, but I don't yeah. have any memories of really honest, transparent, vulnerable conversations among couples who've been having sex with one another for a number of years. So it isn't modeled how to even have that conversation. And actually, my next book, which I'll be starting to write next month, mm-hmm. is a book on how to have those conversations because like, I end up coaching couples how to just have the conversation. So that's one yeah. thing. Another thing is that the part of us which uses words our prefrontal mm. cortex, our you know most advanced brain, mm. is not the part of us that has wonderful sex. In fact, when that part is too active in the bedroom, it's a total downer and restriction mm. on how many delicious moments and creativity and sense of communion with oneself, one's partner, and any kind of divinity that that you might name. So, so that's another reason why this is a very hard topic. It's much easier to have a conversation about calculus because all of calculus is happening in that part of our mind. But, you know, like when you and I were connecting before we went live together, like a lot of our communication had zero vocabulary and was very rich and nourishing. But that's because you're already at ease having communication in that realm and so am I so it's like firecrackers like we've known each other 20 years even though this is our first conversation now there's one other thing which is also (laughs) extremely important which is um, maybe you're familiar with this how I think the ancient Egyptians had like 40 different words for heaven because the afterlife was so important to them right with building the tombs and so forth and Eskimos Mm. have like I forget if it's 11 or 12 different words for snow whereas you know we're used to snow maybe slush is another one but they they Mm. have so much differentiation in their experience of snow the the inuits i should say and similarly um most people even trained physicians don't even know all of the elements of female anatomy in fact on my podcast i just interviewed someone whose mission is to change that. And I learned about different erectile structures in the vulva, in the vagina that I actually hadn't heard before. And I'm very well educated. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. so both in terms of just knowing the anatomy, but also in terms of the quality of sensations. Like if you want, you know, if we're talking about a conversation with a partner, they don't have have your body and yet they're the one you're having sex with and it's actually an art to convey things so that they can be understood without the vocabulary and without them just feeling inadequate so it's it's really a multifactorial shitstorm that has it so difficult for many people and yet Having conversations <laughs> about the sex you're having yeah. is one of the most reliable 
positive predictors for the health and longevity of relationships of of those people who feel really yeah. happy and satisfied in their marriage only 9% are not talking about the sex they're having 91% that is a big contributor so I know like this seemed like a casual comment, but it's very significant. Yeah, that's huge. Because if you can talk about something that is challenging to talk about, then you can talk about it. For anyone listening who wants to have the conversation, I want to add that when I, this will be in my book once I get it written, that what I highly advocate is don't start having a conversation about sex with an emphasis on on how dissatisfied you are, which is the main time that people, like it meets the threshold that now we need to speak about it. Speak about the sex you're having when it's great. Like I loved when you did that. And what were you thinking when I turned over? Cause I saw this expression on your face and it just felt amazing to see you that way. Like there are so many conversations and even if your motivation for the conversation is because you're dissatisfied, start referring to memories of when it was so pleasurable. That's like any other topic. Start well. I think just like with any conversation, if somebody comes to you and says, I'm not happy with, then you automatically are like, ooh. And especially if it's something like that, something that's very intimate and you feel already vulnerable, you're going to be like, eh. Like here, like there was a wall before, and now it's got it just got bigger, you know. So that is such a good point to actually state what it is that does totally. make you happy, and, 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 and it complements the you other know, person. If someone is by doing listening or watching, that. and you've been yeah. married for fifteen years or twenty five years, and you've never had a conversation about sex, just having a positive conversation that is enough for your first conversation. Maybe your first three. I'm not talking about the compliment sandwich where you say something good and then you say what you want. That would be better. And then you letting yourselves have like, like remember that wonderful time when I just felt amazing. And, you know, let your partner say, Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. that was good. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I do think it's important that each person, right. Individually knows themselves because like you were talking earlier about like certain areas and parts of the body. And unless you know yourself, then you won't be able to express what it is. That Absolutely. Does and I think this is does another thing, particularly you, right? when we're talking about delicious relationships yeah. in midlife, that in society, we expect to grow and evolve in many ways. We expect to, you know, have a smaller home home, whatever small ends up being in our 20s. And we expect a bigger home by the time we're 40, 50, 60. We expect whatever our income is that it will, you know, pandemic pauses aside. We, when it comes to education, you know, after high school, (laughs) if you're going to, you know, many keep going college. And if you get an advanced degree, whatever it is, there just, there's so many areas where we absolutely parenting to grow more comfortable as a parent, we expect to grow and evolve. But I think a lot of people happen to unconsciously assume that the sex you have in your 30s is the sex you should be having for the rest of your life. And that just, it's not true. And it's not, it's not something depressing. Yeah, that is such a, such a good point. 
Yeah, it, it should be exactly. something that does evolve just like every other area in your life. And when, when that doesn't, yeah, when that does not evolve, sure. then it prevents other for areas sure. of your life like, from not evolving. For me, it's really fascinating. I never, I just yeah. never would have promised increased income or like better career options as part of coaching individuals and couples to enjoy all flavors of intimacy more like emotional intimacy as well as sensual erotic sexual passionate intimacy but i see that happen a lot because when you have confidence well Mm -hmm. it's so many things but when you have confidence you think that is you Mm -hmm. have confidence wherever you are it's not a secret yeah and it just it confidence is one of those things that just transmits even when we're silent. Mm -hmm. So I think that is one of the things. The other thing is that when you merge your body with somebody else's body and it is, and your experience is enhanced as a result of doing that, Mm -hmm. there is a way in which even without explicitly saying so, when you are having wonderful sex with someone you become one another's biggest fans. Like in an in the unspoken realm, you can support one yeah, another. If you point. know how to have really great sex with your partner, you know how to be attuned in other places too. You you just are a little more free to take risks instead of coming home and anticipating that you're a disappointment, for example. Right. Yeah, and if there's one area in your life where you just want to feel well, right, except that at ease, that should compa- be the one. It's not compartmentalized. In other words, it, I mean, in a long-lasting relationship, it's not compartmentalized. Yeah. I love saying that in a long-lasting relationship, anything that isn't sex functions as foreplay because every interaction it either brings you closer together, or even if it's just a little bit, mm. it brings you further apart. With a one-night stand, yeah. you know, or, or early in dating, you can have an amazing sexual experience without even knowing your partner's name. But in a long-lasting relationship, yeah, it, it's yeah. artificial to compartmentalize it. Yeah, and I would bet, too, for people that have experienced any type of you know, trauma or anything around sex, then that would really yes, obviously exactly. continue on yeah. into their um, relationship. Sometimes it's not even known. I yeah. mean, there, there, there can be... Both, both sexual, explicitly sexual trauma yeah. and any other kind of trauma because whatever we've experienced mm-hmm. and been yeah. kind of, I'll just say trapped by, in a, in a way not to minimize what trauma is, but also just to acknowledge it and move on, that when we've been trapped by an experience yeah. that lives in our body and when we're having sex, sure, you can be yeah. traumatized and have lots of dissociated sex but and you can have orgasms but to have mm-hmm. the kind of right. sex that Rumi writes of you know communion with your partner where you you feel expanded yeah. and just really erotically alive yes like you're that, on another universe or something <laughs> like it's like a, yeah 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 and it mm-hmm. I was just going to say, if you have those blocks, then it's obviously it's blocking you from getting you to that realm and to that beautiful space of just 
safety and security and ecstasy totally. because, because otherwise our you're like mind we can override that influence to yeah. a large degree like if if I, I, there's so many mm-hmm. uh, i just happen to have heard many stories actually of teen girls who experienced date rape and then served the person who had just raped yeah. them pie mm. you know invited them into their family home and served them that was one in particular that mm-hmm. comes to mind. Like we can override the impact of the trauma with yeah. our conscious mind. We cannot do that with our unconscious mind. And so, yes, sex mm-hmm. is, is this alchemical cauldron yeah. of awkward and ecstatic. Right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. We can be such complex creatures really, but in a lot of ways it's simple. But there's things that obviously, especially at midlife, right? By the time you get to midlife, there's so much that has been built up within you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. So it's a lot of breaking that down, I think, yes. to get you back and to your true self. There's a statistic about women in midlife that I'm going to share, which yeah. is that 50% or 51, something like that, of women over 50 are no longer having sex. However, the time for sexual peaking of women is in our 60s and 70s. So I think of this as a sort of Rubicon, although that's definitely not the right image, Mm. that that if if you have the courage and the support and the guidance and the willingness to work through yeah. whatever is living inside your body and your heart, then you have access to some of the most extraordinary sexual experiences mm-hmm. in midlife. And if you don't, then there's a kind of yeah. shutdown. And um, that's, that's the route many women take. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's worth doing the work to get you to to that yes. place of bliss within yourself to be happy. I mean, it's like, it's so much more than just sex, right? It's, it literally is about creating a happy, joyous life. Because if you have that piece of it where you feel free, then like I was saying before, it really is a, like a butterfly effect that goes into all areas of your life. Like you said too, it's like when you feel confident like that in the bedroom, then you're like, Completely okay, and you know, you feel confident we're having in other fun, areas of like your life. evoking bliss and ecstatic mm. experiences, and all of that is fabulous. But also, we yes. can calibrate it to many people's reality yeah. and just say that self acceptance, self acceptance is one of the amazing, not very yeah. flashy, but totally foundational opportunities that having sex affords invites yeah and i mean really a lot of it is just the, the, even outside of the bedroom right the intimacy that yes. occurs outside and of the bedroom that's just as important. it's actually fascinating for me mm-hmm. when i mm-hmm. work with couples who've been in a long-lasting relationship it's so vulnerable it's so confronting to get to where they can say to one another and then reach out to me that they want to work on sexual intimacy. It's a whole other level of confronting 
to say that the person you've created a life with, that you share a home with, that you want more emotional intimacy with them. I'm not talking about, you know, when there's a lot of fighting or something. I'm talking about what I think of as an epidemic of conflict-free, passion-free relationships where there's a lot of compromise, a lot of toleration. And, you know, when Mm -hmm. we're on the verge of divorce or just dating, it's very uh, typical, common to talk about our partners in an intimate way because we no longer or don't yet identify with them. But when we're in a committed marriage, people don't, like the identity of the marriage and of the individual are so interwoven that it's very complicated. And like, it's almost taboo to say, I don't know how to really connect with my husband. So there are many couples that I work with where what inspires them to reach out to me is because they want to hydrate the sex they're having and have more juiciness. But pretty soon we get into how are they actually with one another all of the time? Because intimacy doesn't start when the clothes come off and end when they're put back on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. So yes, you've got the Aligned and Hot right? Marriage Program. And I have two this. versions. One is the independent study program where couples at their own pace in their own homes can go through the curriculum. And I am continually, well, I'm happy, I'm, I'm gratified at how effective this curriculum is. It's a fun curriculum. It doesn't feel like work. And it really gets the juices flowing again for people starting with communication and then I also have a live coaching version where we meet for two hours every week it's it's eight weeks with four to six Mm. couples it's a very intimate wonderful experience and I think a lot of couples don't realize how fantastic it is to do this kind of discovery in a group setting I mean you do it yourself just the two of you, but get, you get to learn so much from other couples and the Aligning Hot Marriage yeah. Coaching Program is just a gem of a program. Exactly. Yeah, you don't exactly. feel that you're alone. You're not like crazy or losing it. Like, oh my God, I'm the only one that feels this Right, like, people oh, shit, who love one another and these like, challenges other arise for like sure. These. And also there's this yeah. fun phenomenon where you mm-hmm. hear what another couple is going through and either you're, you can be so inspired by how they navigate it, or you can feel really good about how far along the two of you are. So either way, it really serves you well in feeling good and having yeah. hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now is, do some, you know, like there's some individual work and then there's work together as a couple, because I would think like if some, you know, one person might have issues with something well, the other person the doesn't, or they program, isn't done together, done all, the together all of the time, because I really, there's mm-hmm. great benefit to one person witnessing the other person navigating their growth. There's a lot more compassion. Mm-hmm. And like, if, for example, um, yeah. I, I'm coaching I also do private relationship and intimacy coaching, but in the Align and Hot Marriage program, um, I'm coaching a woman to stop saying, I'm sorry. Well, the first assignment I gave her was to notice how often she says, I'm sorry. 
And she came back mm. the next week just floored. This is a an extremely competent, highly educated woman with a lot of influence in her career. And she just was astonished. Yeah. And so it's very helpful for her husband to know, oh, she's working on sovereignty and empowerment in general. And so he doesn't need to be so attached to her apologizing and he can Mm -hmm. notice when she doesn't like there's individual work that's best done in private but there's a lot of individual work that there's a synergy and a dovetailing when your partner isn't your coach but is your witness and going back to what you were saying earlier about evolving in your sexuality yes exactly because it's good that you're evolving together you know one of my most listened to podcast Mm -hmm. episodes on the intimate marriage podcast the title of it is when your partner isn't into personal growth and there actually is so much an individual can do so much more than people typically Mm. think and to have Mm. have an aligned and hot marriage you want to both participate in order to refine and calibrate and it allows me when I'm working with couples together to really coach on the connection. So the independent study program that can be done by an individual, but the live coaching Mm -hmm. um, version, I only accept couples together who both want to put the time and attention in and get the return on that investment. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. I, like I doing really the work definitely enjoy, is worth it. I'm, I'm guessing that you have a lot of something along these lines in your business. But for me, couples who've been to therapists or counselors before always love this curriculum because they get the same transformation. They get a lot more transformation typically, but it's fun. It's not heavy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know that's why sometimes I like try to make transformation fun because it should be. Sometimes you just want a little break from the heavy stuff, you but know. I, like, give I love your account for that. It's, it's you know, I told you, I, I, I told my trainer to follow you because it just feels so good. I have two accounts that I go to for for like when I want a little oh, of up, and yours is one of them. Yes, yes, yes. A little boop, a little pick me. Well, thank you. Thank you. I try to bring the energy, you know. But yeah, and and speaking of, that's a lot of what it is. I mean, everything is energy. We are all energy. Sex is energy. Intimacy is energy. So that's a lot of like, it's that choice to bring the energy, to change the energy. So sometimes it might take that one person in the relationship to go, okay, we got to change this. Absolutely. And it starts like one you person want has change, to start it, right? You go first, whether yeah. you're a man, whether you're a woman, whatever your yes. gender is and whatever your relationship constellation is, if you want a better relationship, you go first. Like be that leader. It doesn't mean it's on yeah. your shoulders forever, mm-hmm. but it, exactly, I'll go first. exactly. <laughs> again like it should be such a fun thing to to go through together yes oh totally exactly it can only get better but it's a weird phenomenon particularly yeah in for my clients and i just um got a message two days ago from a woman who 
I think it's her first anniversary and she wants to do the Aligned and Hot Marriage program and give that as an anniversary present to her husband. And I just love that attitude. But sometimes when people have been together for a long time, there's like stuckness and baggage. And the fact is, if you both are committed to this relationship, there is no benefit to postponing. And, you know, as with health and fitness, unless you get a terrible diagnosis, there's nothing pushing you accept your own motivation and that is true in relationships too mm-hmm. unless one of you is talking about seriously talking about getting a divorce yeah you can put the relationship on the back burner you can focus on work on the kids on whatever but mm-hmm. there's so much benefit to doing this work now and i mean the worst thing that could happen is like, okay, if one, the other, you, your partner doesn't yes. want to do it, but then you yes. grow individually. Because right? really. In all aspects of yourself. In order mm-hmm. to enjoy genuine connection with another person, it is a prerequisite that you are connected yeah. with yourself. So in the Align in Hot Marriage program, they happen simultaneously. Yes. But if you choose to really emphasize the connection mm. with yourself first and how you show up with your partner and everyone else that yes. will make any work together just simpler. Yeah, exactly. And I would think yes, that the yes. other person would so, be like, wow, this is great. Like, <laughs> whatever you're totally, doing. Whatever, and I think particularly women, we just it. totally miss the boat. <laughs> if we are, telling our our partners what they should be doing and they should be more into personal growth and you need to this and you need to that and it really should be like this and resentment and critical no you just this is a place for you be the change if you want a happy marriage get happy and it's astonishing how yes that is correct yeah you be the change you wish to see in your marriage yeah and I, I think too, I, I know we talked about this before about with women kind of really stating their needs, their wants, their desires. And a lot of that goes back to, to the loving themselves. So, like for so, many women, yeah. the first thing, especially right? with sex, but all together, like if you're used to just going to the restaurant that your family always goes to and you get, you know, there, there, there just are a million ways that women mm-hmm. dial down desires, compromise for the good of the whole, but it like it is so beautiful to ask yourself, what does everyone in this marriage or everyone in this family, depending on the situation, need right now, including me? Including me is transformational. And I know it's so cliche about like, you can't love others unless you love yourself, but it's true. Like the more that you do love yourself, the more that you're able to open up and provide. Whether yes. It's to your partner, and in the context in of all sexuality, this particular principle applies yeah. in that um, mm-hmm. many, many women touch male partners in heteronormative relationships in a way where they're attention is on what the man's going to experience no matter what part of 
parts of the bodies are touching. Like we are in the habit of whether it's just, you know, touching mm-hmm. the shoulder or anywhere yeah. else that we're like doing that for his experience. And it's really profound while being connected mm. to actually Interesting. let your own pleasure guide how yeah. and where you touch. And that really dials up the erotic energy. Right. It's it's about staying embodied and connected with your own pleasure yeah. rather than just focused on what the other person is going to experience. This mm. is a way to mm. dial up the gratification. Right. And then being, I would think, um, being so mindful and present is extremely important. Right. Because if, if you're thinking about what you're going to make for dinner... <laughs> Like, it's almost like, I mean, it's like yoga, right? Like, what I'm doing yoga, like, I'm, I'm doing yoga. What I, if I'm eating, I'm eating. Like, you have to be so present with it because you're not going to yes. have that beautiful, and wonderful experience. I didn't. You know? It's just, just like, what is it on? Uh, did you ever see Anchorman? Oh, gosh, you have to watch. There's this scene, like, where they're having sex and they're like, duh, they're like, oh, she's on a unicorn or whatever. I don't know. It's just, but it's like that's what you kind of envision and what you really want you're like i just want to feel like that you know but you're not going to have that experience if you're off in la la land and yes exactly the other la la land you know if you're not being present it's like if your mind wanders bring it back but if you're in the habit of just thinking about other things then bring your attention to your body you can actually just bring it to a particular part of your body. You can bring your attention to your yeah. genitals, depending on where you are in your sex cycle. You can bring it to your breath, but bring mm-hmm. your attention to allow yourself to be more embodied because it's not possible to experience pleasure from a dissociated place. Right, because you become completely absent and thoughts become things so if you put exactly, your thoughts exactly exactly <laughs> like and you know you're going to get some I'm good sure stuff. that there are <laughs> listeners who are like ooh this is so exciting and there are other listeners who are thinking just feeling intimidated yeah. and I just want to say to you if that's you I got you yes and the place to start yep. is very gently so I I actually have yeah. uh, one former client who really didn't know how to have pleasure during sex. She wanted to learn how, although even her motivation was in order for her husband to be Mm. happy. Like she wanted to learn how to enjoy sex as a gift for her husband. But anyway, with her, I asked her like, when, when in sex, Mm. like what in sex is pleasurable for you? She couldn't think of anything. Okay. When during the whole day, this is, an extremely hardworking mm. physician with a bunch of kids and ICU doctor. Anyway, it turns out she loves yeah. coffee. So that's where we started. I mm. said, you know, make sure that you are intentional, <sighs> pick your favorite mug. Like when you're pouring the water for the coffee, you know, I don't know if she had a coffee pot, but anyway, um, you know, enjoy the sound of the water rushing in feel the weight, like choose the mug that, you know, you enjoy the lip of it. And then really 
don't be thinking about other things. Bring your attention to how that feels when the coffee goes down your throat. Mm -hmm. In other words, wherever you are, you can bring your attention there mm -hmm. and expand capacity for pleasure. And what does drinking coffee have to do with having sex? Well, maybe nothing in most contexts, but for her, it was the doorway into sexual yeah. pleasure, which then translates. Yeah, and giving herself the yes, permission. Exactly. And that's where she can learn to manage her pleasure. mind, to bring her attention to it. I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I often talk about just sitting on a yes. bench and letting yeah. the sunshine caress your face. You have so many amazing videos in your new Portuguese landscape mm -hmm. where you're so obviously having tremendous sensual pleasure yeah. <laughs> in in the landscape. Like there's so many ways that yeah. we can cultivate this. We don't need some husband to have an erection for hours yes. in order to be able to no you can be in the habit of feeling right. this way and bring that to the bedroom you don't have to learn it in the bedroom yeah, yeah that's such, such a good point because there's so many ways to awaken your soul and and awaken your body and awaken your heart all of that outside of a relationship i mean it's mainly like with yourself in and the bathroom nature <laughs> and with life i mean just even that can be yeah exactly i mean there's so many ways but i think it's also exploring different ways experimenting seeing what works for one person doesn't always work for another right yes and that's how you really i feel get to know yourself and you might all just like going to a restaurant being. you might at a particular restaurant enjoy ordering the same dish every time and you might try other food and so using that as an analogy for sex like if if right. it feels routine then it's going, going yeah. to lose the amount of erotic energy that's available i'm not saying the same position is a problem but if it feels routine then yes. what could change a little bit maybe right. everything is the same right. but you wear heels or you know use yeah exactly yeah yeah most likely if you put Correct. those heels on you're and, not, and like, choosing you're which music you listen to that can be a help <laughs> and while yeah. i'm definitely all for sex with the light yeah. on because i like we don't like mm -hmm. part of great sex is not wanting to hide what you look like and there's some very beautiful sexual exploration yeah. that you might feel more free to do in the dark, not because you're hiding your body, but mm. because in the dark, you're going to be paying attention to feeling more than visual input. And somebody says, so you got to change up the coffee every now and then. Yes. Now and again, absolutely. I, you I got it. That is well put. <laughs> Yes, try try it. Yes, for, thank you, Tim. Yes, you're exactly right. I mean, I yeah, yeah. I mean, all in all areas of your life, right? I mean, I feel that's how you really do evolve 
um, is by changing up, by taking that action. So my opinion, be the first person in the relationship to change it up, like make it exciting. Like this is, I, I say this all the time, like, yeah, this is your one life. Like, what are you going to do with your one wild, precious life? Have fun, like change the shit up and like have fun. Like, I just don't staying in like right. monotony and, and just like, wah, 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 that's we just, need mm, got to change that evolving perfect blend yeah. of stability and yeah. safety and variety novelty and yes. sometimes perhaps a little bit of mm. risk but you want to calibrate it because if you go too far in the yes. variety department then your partner may feel unsafe like, and that's a want want but if you're too far in yes. the safe predictable then yeah it just dehydrates the experience so this is an ongoing dance and any given day where that line yeah. is, what the right tension is between safety and novelty and variety, mm. it's going to vary. Mm. If, if you've just had a long, hard week, some regular vanilla familiar sex is going to be so comforting. Yes. And when you've had like this... <laughs> You know, you have, <laughs> yeah, have energy know. <laughs> and you've just had an amazing conversation the night before about your sexual evolution in your relationship, then that's going to be a time for new discoveries, maybe introducing a new sex toy if that's yes. how you want to do it or like there's yes. so many different ways. Yeah. And, and it is about recalibrating, like you yes, said, exactly. it is creating that harmony. It is such mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. It's such a beautiful thing. I mean, you think about it. Like, as human, I know. It's, yeah, it's such a beautiful thing. As human beings, like, we were made like this. But yeah, because like, oh my basically, gosh, embrace that yeah, just, you know, I'm going to yeah. say what you said about your one precious life. Like, for me, what I would say is nourishing yeah. sexuality is this amazing, amazing experience so mm. if you're not having it don't squander the opportunity like figure out what, what your next steps are to yes. move towards that because if you have a body it is yeah. available and i am very clear that that is also true for yeah. women you know yeah. menopause like I'm aware of all of that, and I stand by my statement that mm -hmm. it is available. More pleasure with your body and someone else's yes. is available right. at any age. It's actually one of the last things to go. This, this is a kind of not really the ending note yes. for our conversation, but I will just say that the most cutting-edge nursing homes <laughs> in the U.S., they have because in nursing homes for, for reasons of, mm -hmm. I think, convenience, connection, and cost, Often people are in double rooms. And so there are rooms set. I mean, that's how people, you know, live, but they have a room set aside that you can reserve yeah. in ah. order to go have yeah. some intimacy. As, and, you know, it's not going to be with your roommate at the nursing home. And it's because that, that's one of the final functions to go. Yeah. You know, as long as everything mechanical. I want to be in a nursing home that like so that. Cool. Too, I want to be in that nursing home. Regular, I want to have frequent <laughs> reservations in that room. I want my husband to be there too. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, 
nope, it's book solid. <laughs> I'm, I've already, I've already cleared out the like, no, I've got a book for the rest of the time. No one's getting in there. <laughs> well, come follow me oh my here so great. So where sure. you? And otherwise, the alexandrastockwell.com is the best place. From there, you can find my book, Uncompromising Intimacy, um, The Aligned and Hot Marriage, both the independent study and the live coaching program, my podcast, all the things, alexandrastockwell.com. And follow me because juiciness is a way of life. I've never said it before, but I think so too. I like that. That's a good tagline. I know. I like it. If you're not taking it, I will. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Have a great rest thank of your day. So and this will be on the I've been looking the forward to this and the experience is even more than I had anticipated. Thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. Before we part ways, just a few quick reminders of how you and I can connect outside of this fabulous show. Number one, join the Midlife Makeover Club. It's our private Facebook community for all things related to midlife, relationships, health, mindset, and more. You will receive episode updates, interview clips of the show, Instagram live videos, wise words from Wendy, and of course, some wacky words from Wendy. Basically, anything to help you live, love, and laugh through midlife. Just go to the midlifemakeoverclub.com and request to join. We would love to have you. Number two, join us for the next Instagram Live show. The cool thing about IG Lives is that you can meet new guests and ask questions live on the show. How cool is that? Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on live shows on my profile. Number three, check out my Midlife Makeover Method online course available at midlifemakeovermethod.com. In this fabulous four-week online course presented by your hostess of the Midlife Mostess, you will embark on an awesome journey of transformation. I will help you discover your number one wish, uncover your why, and get you taking action towards creating a life you love. Over four weeks, we will go through four phases of seed to flight. You will walk away with a midlife metamorphosis.